You're listening to the Douglas Jacoby Podcast. Here we bring you some of the material found on Douglas's website in podcast form. We hope that as you listen, you're challenged to think about faith. Today, Douglas begins a new series, Books and Movies. Now looking at The Secret. For more on this episode, follow the link in the show notes to Douglas's website. Want to win a chance for a free tour of Israel? From March 1st to June 8th, Douglas's new website subscribers have the chance to be entered into a draw for a free tour. There are two ways to win. You can become a new website member or ask a friend to sign up. Then email confirmation of the subscriptions by replying to Douglas's newsletter. There's no limit to the number of entries. Sign up five friends, be entered five times. The winner will be announced in early July. Now here's today's teaching. One spring day towards the end of 2004, Australian Rhonda Byrne discovered the secret laws and principles of the universe. Almost immediately, her life was transformed, so she claims, as she began to put into practice what she had learned. And in that moment, her greatest wish and mission were to share this knowledge with the world. According to The Secret, a book, a video, a website, and more, Byrne has found a better way of life. If we can envision what we want, truly believing it will happen and willing to act on that dream, then it will happen. We'll get what we desire. We can see debts disappear, lose weight, become millionaires. Guests on Oprah, backing up Byrne's claims, share rags-to-riches stories. And if you want to experience that degree of success, if you want to be like them, you too will want to know the secret. Byrne promises us things will go our way. The universe will work for us when we learn the secret. Well, as I tuned into Oprah, here are some of the things I heard from guests on the show. We have an absolutely unlimited power within us. We are all just energy. Thought and feeling control the flow of energy. Okay. We all have our own magnetic power. The thoughts we think, our feelings, send out a wave into the universe. And anything that's vibrating in a similar level gets attracted into our life. We create our own reality, attracting into our lives the things we want, which means that our thoughts are the most powerful things about our lives. I mean, just based on those three quotations, it seems to me like it's a mixture of New Age, existentialism, postmodern philosophy. Let me share a couple more quotes. Byrne talks about the fundamental law in the universe, the law of attraction. She puts it this way. What you focus on expands. Our thoughts, feelings, actions all have to be firing at the same time. There are no coincidences. Everything happens by principles and laws. This is a time when spiritual traditions and science are in total agreement. Well, who does Byrne enlist as supporting her discovery? Those who have discovered the path before us include Einstein, Newton, Edison, Plato, Carnegie, Churchill, and the Buddha. One more guest on Oprah said, This is so exciting. Now the secret has reached mass appeal. You know, I've got to agree with that. The secret does have mass appeal. Even before the Beatles brought Eastern religions and transcendental meditation 
uh, to a level of popularity in the 1960s. There was New Age thinking in the West. It's mass appeal because the masses are being given what they find appealing. Now, I'm aware that Oprah is an amazing person. Uh, what she's accomplished, the hope she's given to millions, the, the way she's become a respected voice and a source of inspiration, I, I don't desire to denigrate. And yet, in my opinion, perhaps speaking too bluntly, the secret, which is promoted on her show, is taking millions for a ride. You cannot change reality just by thinking. One of my website readers wrote in, having been a young adult in the 70s and not yet a Christian, I was into the metaphysical movement, now known as the New Age movement. It's all the same self-focus, greedy, mind-over-matter mumbo-jumbo, and to top it all off, the secret's really old news. There's a book called Three Magic Words written 30 years ago. That's full of the same ideas. In the end, the three magic words are revealed. I am God. This book gives you the notion that you have the same power that God has. So why would you need him anymore? Well, those were some very uh, acute insights. I appreciate the sister who wrote in but those thoughts. I am God. This is at the heart of Eastern religions. To realize that one is, really all is one. I'm going to talk about this in the podcast on reincarnation as well. But the ultimate goal is to escape this endless cycle of rebirths. And to become one with the world soul. It's like a drop going back into the sea. We lose our individuality. It's really an impersonal wor world. So the idea that I am God, it is an Eastern idea, a very popular idea. It's at the heart of the New Age movement that we have to appreciate our own divinity. And yet, it's really a disappointing, um, depersonalizing world. Because ultimately, if all is one, if everything is the same thing, then even relationships are an illusion. A relationship with God is nonsense, and ultimately we are God anyway. What makes it so sad is that professing Christians are buying into this, into what's been proclaimed on talk shows. And I've had people tell me, this is great stuff. You should share it at your website, Douglas. We need to get the word out. Rhonda Byrne is on to something. Well, I don't think she's on to anything new, because this is exactly what has already been peddled by the preachers of prosperity theology. If you're not familiar with that term, these are the people who chant, name it and claim it. They'll talk about mind over matter. Or perhaps you've heard of the word faith movement. In Mark 11:24, Jesus said that when we pray, if we believe we've already received the object of our prayers, then we have. It'll be ours. We get what we want. But Jesus is speaking in hyperbole, deliberate overstatement for effect. He also said that if we pray with faith, we can move mountains. Another instance of hyperbole. No mountains have ever been moved. So when people quote Mark eleven twenty four and just take it out of context, 
That's a big mistake. Jesus says, if your hand causes you to sin, chop off your hand. He says, when you pray, don't pray on the street corner. Pray in your closet. He's giving us a clear idea of what to do. But we're not literally required to cut off our hands or pray in a closet or move a mountain. The thinking behind the secret actually has much more in common with New Age thinking than it does with the gospel. Bible readers should be able to see through this, especially since it closely resembles the false doctrine of First and Second John, First Timothy, and Colossians, which were written to combat Gnosticism. The error that John and Paul are fighting against is Gnosticism. If you want to learn more about that, I would encourage you to, because it was a prevalent false doctrine in New Testament times. Well, according to recent surveys, 95% of Pentecostal or charismatic churches proclaim prosperity theology. That is, they too teach that if you're spiritual enough, you'll get what you want. Well, why would churches teach this? Maybe because churches tend to reflect the values of the societies in which they live, what the Bible calls the world, 1 John 2, 15 to 17. And most Americans have been sucked into this erroneous thinking. This is wrong because it creates a class of Christians who are tempted to appreciate Christ for what he does for us. That's really contrary to the spirit of Christ. Look at Luke 17, 7 to 10, or read Philippians 2. Where is God in all of this? Where's the cross? Where is self-denial? Jesus said in Luke 9, 23, that when we follow him, we're going to have to carry our cross. This means we'll suffer. And to be even more blunt than I have been so far, I would call the secret nothing but the gospel of self and wealth. No doubt its promoters will become richer and richer, falsely holding out the unreachable hope of riches for the millions who buy their books and videos. There's a secret, all right. The secret is that the prophets of the secret are destined to become rich, the very thing that they prefer, while those who help them realize their dreams are never likely to realize their own. I mentioned Burns' concept uh, to uh, one of our teenagers, you know, this idea that I am God. And her response was, that doesn't make sense. If you're God, then why wouldn't you always get what you want? And I said to her what I think advocates of the secret would say, you don't get what you want because you don't really realize that you are God. You don't know who you are. Byrne claims the secret is the culmination of centuries of great thinkers, scientists, artists, and philosophers. Here we take an exciting look behind the scenes of the secret's life-transforming power. Well, I hope that we are able to smell a rat and the logical impossibility of such a secret. And also that we'll be able to resist all perversions of the gospel and avoid being soon parted from our hard-earned money. Be careful. We hope you enjoyed Douglas' series on books and movies. For additional notes and resources, be sure to check out Douglas' website in the show notes. 
The website has hundreds of articles, podcasts, and videos for you to access for free. You can also become a premium subscriber and gain access to thousands of online resources from Douglas' teaching ministry. Thanks again for listening.